You're listening to The Wedding Whisperer with Sarah Burton of Simply Love Studio in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm here today with Summer Cooper, Director of Catering for Lundy's Special Events in the Carrick House in Lexington, Kentucky. Summer, thanks for joining us today. Oh, Sarah, thank you so much for having me. Of course. So before we even get started... You and I go back about 11 or so years now. Tell our listeners a little bit about your experience in the wedding industry. Yes, well, the experience in the wedding industry kind of evolved from my experience in the food and beverage industry uh, in general. So uh, my first wedding started at a restaurant in Midway, Kentucky, and then they evolved to um, my position as a a director of events with the Castle Post. Uh, As their director of events, we hosted many weddings, wedding shows, and events surrounding the industry. And then I took a little pause from weddings and went into the hotel hotel industry. With the hotel industry, I worked mainly with weddings and then became the director of catering. And that's kind of led me into my new position here with the London Group. So about 20 years of experience, I, I think I'm starting to fill the seasoning a little bit. Okay, so how long have you been with the London Special Events now? I just hit my one-year anniversary, uh, and it's been a great year. It's been a whirlwind, a lot of uh, wonderful events, uh, and a lot of learning to kind of understand uh, how we do things, not only through the Carrick House with that property, but also off-site catering as well. Okay, so a lot of what we're going to focus on today is the Carrick House. You will be the first venue um, that I chat with that has an in-house caterer. So I want to share with couples about the benefits to that. Let's start with the Carrick House. Tell us a little bit about it as a whole. It's a unique property. It's a combined vision. You have kind of that classic Southern charm, vintage Kentucky at the front of the house with uh, your entrance through the uh, the mansion area. And then the newer addition to the space, which is really more of our event space as a whole, the atrium grand ballroom uh, and our outside uh, areas, courtyard and uh, rooftop patio. It really is just old meets new, that clean, modern, fun, just really flexible space, not just for for weddings, but events as a whole. So for someone that hasn't been to the Carrick House before, tell us a little bit about where it's located at. The Carrick House is positioned just adjacent to uh, the Transy Campus, uh, right outside of downtown Lexington on Limestone and 3rd, right on the corner. Okay. If a couple is interested in touring the venue um, to maybe consider it for their wedding, how would they go about contacting you? Um, They can go to the Carrick House website. They can schedule via email through there, or they can call the Lundy's Catering main line uh, and ask to speak with um, a coordinator. Okay. And so as I've talked with Emily at the Thoroughbred Center previously about just not showing up at a venue to ask for a walkthrough, there is no one at the Carrick House on a day-to-day basis to even answer the door, correct? Correct. Um, We are frequently doing events or uh, having consultations there, but there is no specific office on site. So our offices are actually 10 minutes away from the Carrick House. We talked about how Lundy's does the catering there at the Carrick House. Tell me a little bit about what comes with the venue for the wedding day. Mm -hmm. 
our wedding packages for the reception, um, they include all of your, what I call the hardware for the event. We have uh, your tables, your shivari chairs. We include a selection of black or white linens, your china, glass, silver, all of your basics. We do the setup. We do the breakdown. So we're there to facilitate your vendor team throughout the day. Okay. And on the event day, how long does a couple get the space for? The packages are based on a four-hour-plus window of time for the actual reception. And our general rule of thumb is that since we do the majority of the work for the setup, you don't really need to have a full-day access for for your vendors. So we include three hours as part of our setup time. And we do try to be flexible and uh, work with our vendors on an as-needed basis to, to maintain that. I know that you have several ceremony option spots there. Do most of your couples have a ceremony there or will they do that off-site? The convenience and the flexibility of the space does lend itself to the majority of our weddings being a ceremony reception combination. It really depends on the size of the wedding and time of year as to whether we're the best fit for that, though. And I know that the Carrick House is one of our bigger venues in town. How many people... Can it hold for a reception? Uh, For a seated reception, a butler dinner, really in that 300 to 350 is the maximum for the space to have a comfortable service for for butlered. When we look at doing reception style or a buffet dinner, we do need to reduce that number a little bit so that we can have a nice flow through the space. You would really be looking in that 275 range. What type of service, food service, do you typically think you do the most of? For weddings, uh, the butlered meal service, where it's uh, the, the plated meal, is still the most popular. I know that the Carrick House, you see a lot of bands there. You have an awesome stage. You have an awesome dance floor. What are some things that if a couple is looking to have a band that you would recommend that they ask their venue before they book it? Um, most important, uh, what would be included is there a stage for the band. Most of your bands require a 12 foot by 24 as a minimum for that access. Ours is accommodating of that. And secondary power supply. Um, a lot of bands require more power than your general circuits will provide. So ask them to confirm those needs so that uh, if it's not there, it can be arranged. Lastly, any needs that are in the contract for the band regarding access time for arrival and then food and beverage needs um, on the day of. Definitely food and beverage needs on the day of. That is something definitely to consider because if you have band members or bands that are 8 to 10 to 12 members, that can also add up quickly for your food cost. And then when a band is not on the stage that you have, do you typically have a DJ set up there? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, A lot of our DJs, you you would think that the stage may be too big, but when you think about the equipment that they provide uh, in their setup, it really is a a perfect fit for even just a DJ. You have so much there on site at the property, but do your brides normally get ready there or would they get ready in a hotel? 
We do have the the bridal uh, hospitality room upstairs, uh, and it's a wonderful room, as I tell um, a lot of our groups as we're touring. It's a great resting place. The space lends itself more to the hospitality side of things. When you think about hair, makeup, uh, traveling with all of your personal items to get ready on the day, um, a, a lot of times it really is just more convenient to use uh, a suite or a hospitality area at a local hotel. That way your day is, is less hectic. It's a little more stress-free and you can arrive to the property not wrinkling your dress, ready to go, getting those pretty pictures uh, in the hospitality suite, and then moving on to the wedding ceremony itself. Okay. Where do you have most of the first looks at when they're at the Carrick House? You know, for first looks, once again, it depends on seasonality. Um, You know, in the fall time, our courtyard with the fireplace and just that really rustic feel out uh, beside the ballroom is very popular. Our rooftop garden as well as another option. But one of the most popular, I would definitely say, is the mirror room, the the, the ballroom in the mansion with the two grand mirrors and uh, all that beautiful natural light that comes in. A lot of times when a couple meets with you, they get that first proposal, and they kind of have sticker shock because it really is a lot of money up front, like in the very beginning stages of the planning. I often hear that it's like, whoa, it's out of our budget, but they never take the time to break those things down from looking at other options. Mm -hmm. So what advice would you give to a couple when it comes to being able to use a venue that is all-inclusive of the caterer and the rentals? I agree. I don't prefer to have a a style of service that is piecemeal to where you you get charged for every little piece and parcel. Our packages are very inclusive in the sense that when you're looking at a package that's going to have food, beverage, all of your services and rentals rolled into one. So I would say that if you have questions about that sticker shock, ask for more of a, a breakdown. Ask the questions because it's it's very easy to explain. This part is allocated towards your food. This is your beverage. If there's something that causes you a question to say, maybe I don't need that, ask, can that be removed? And could you reduce a price for that? So I, I think those are some things to consider. Kind of looking at how packages are structured with us, we do try to think very comprehensively in our wedding packages. You do have your appetizers for your cocktail reception included. You have some level of bar service, whether it's a beer and wine package or a full bar package. You have your champagne toast that's included. Some of our packages have wine service with dinner. Some of them offer um, different types of entree services, whether it's plated, buffet, reception. All of these things come together along with your rental and the complimentary inclusions uh, to make up the package. Outside of those charges, um, we do charge separately for our labor um, because we feel that your labor should be based upon what your service needs are. So um, you do need more staff for um, a plated butler service versus a buffet. So we charge for less on that, very customized to, to what you're doing. Additional charges, um, unlike, uh, for example, say an industry such as the hotel industry where you're not charged for your staff, Uh, there are fees that are associated with your event. They're called service charges, um, and they can be as high as 25 to 26% in our local market. Those fees cover and it's built in your, your labor. 
Our production fees um, are at 18%. And basically what they cover is everything else that's not included, whether it's the the cleaning, whether it's uh, the additional staff, our culinary team, our attendants, the people who help parking that you're not charged for, that helps to offset those fees. So for us, we just find that that makes it easy easy for for you to understand your billing and understand how your pricing comes together. So you talked about a few of the different fees there. Do many of your couples also give your staff a gratuity at the end of the evening? Do you recommend that? If you do, what amount do you recommend? That's a really good question, and I do receive that a lot. I always encourage people to do what they feel is right. Um, we do have an excellent staff that that we work with. They are paid well for their services, but uh, you know, it is a wedding does require a lot of special attention, and they are frequently long days. And I feel that it's something that is always appreciated, but it's never required. Some people will set aside a certain amount of money uh, for the bartenders and then uh, money for your staff in general. And those are typically handled in cash so that those can be divvied out um, at the close of the event and provided to a manager to assist with. And do you typically have a tip jar at the bar? Or how? What are your thoughts on that? Um, if, if the bar is hosted, which part of our packages, they always are, we do not like to see a tip jar out. To me, that is a, a negative blight on, on the process um, and on the service level that we provide. So if someone does want to offer a tip, uh, those are discreetly placed behind the bar, but no visible tip jars. One of the other things that I notice about weddings at the Carrick House is You have a great space outside for the exit at the end. The lighting is great. The photos always turn out great there. What are some of the things that you've seen your couples do for exits? 90% of our couples do a exit of some form. Um, It's a very clean way to end the end of the evening. Your guests are outside surrounding you, wishing you good well. And then everyone is finished. And it's just really a nice touch to the end of the night. Most popular still would be sparklers. We have seen more of the the light up, the faux sparklers, um, anything that it can glitz, glamour, and uh, sparkle, we're still seeing those as well. Do you have dates left for 2023? How are you seeing that shape up as far as your popular months? Dates for 2023 uh, moved fairly quickly for us. The first part of the year, we have very few dates that are available. We are still seeing some availability in October, fall to the latter part of the year. Spring and summer were most popular for us at first this year. So okay. um, definitely those those dates are, are full. I don't have any more Saturdays available through those times. And then are you booking for 2024 yet? 2024 opens on January the 1st, um, and we will simultaneously release our new wedding packages as well at that time. Okay. And I have seen some local venues and caterers having um, kind of a clause in their contracts, basically that the food prices could change or fluctuate Mm -hmm. um, by a certain percentage because we have seen such an increase in food prices in the past few years. Is that something that you are doing? 
As opposed to leaving that um, it kind of as an ambivalent uh, number that might be hard to understand for, for our clients, we have uh, done some market research, we have looked at our new menus, uh, and we believe that we price those accordingly to accommodate for some of those unexpected changes in, in pricing. Okay, perfect. Is there anything you would like to share with your years of experience, tips that you want to give couples, anything you want them to be aware of when it comes to planning the wedding? Number one, be patient. Be uh, be prepared. Uh, when you're coming to look at a venue, it's okay to do a little homework. It's okay to read reviews and understand kind of what you're coming into. But also realize that you know we are we're not looking at you as if you are another bride in the market. You're individual. You're special to us. And whether or not we have a package that fits you, there are many options that that we can work with uh, to meet your needs to accommodate you on a service level, not only. Uh, to your food and beverage needs as well. Perfect. Well, Summer, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us today. We appreciate it. And if you haven't already, look at the Carrick House and Lundy Special Events online. For more information about Simply Love Studio or to schedule your wedding consultation, go to simplylovestudio.com.